Good afternoon. Good evening and good night. So this morning, um, I created or recorded something called Spiritual Phenomena. And as the name might suggest, I was talking about things that that we can't really explain because we can't perceive the source of it. So you might think of like a ghost sighting or a noise, a noise that was not made by anything that you can identify. Like say you're the only person in the house and things moved or a door slammed or something and there's no identifiable source. I was also talking about out of body experiences. So how does an out of body experience work? Is it the spirit or the soul detaching from the body for a given when it's in a given state uh, but then I was trying to kind of articulate that if that was possible if the spirit or soul could just leave the body in a given state what's to stop another spirit or soul inhabiting your body or you know, it, it just raises too many more. It raises too many, too many additional questions to be answered. And traditional scientists, the ones who follow the textbooks and may make discoveries based on what they've followed in textbooks, they would have a hard time even considering that what you experienced was unexplainable they would say that that's that's impossible even though you've had an experience could be you could consider it like a closed mind because science is just knowledge, it's learning. It is literally about knowledge, but science is. They, um, they follow the book. So anyway, so after I finished recording that, I was walking, walking through the good energy around this neighborhood. And as I was getting towards the end of the road, I, I was thinking, I think there was two things I was thinking about, thinking about but it was along, all, it's all, all interconnected, it's all on the same lines. So, 
I receive, I receive emails because I've got an Amazon Prime account. They send me emails and say, hey, we've got this new video, we've got this new TV show. And they have normally like a picture with a, with a description about what the show is. So I had a quick look and there's like four people centered in this graphic. And one of the women in the graphic, in the picture, image, looked familiar. Well, at least that, that's, that's how I interpreted it as, that they looked familiar. So I looked up the name of the show and it's something like Cosmic, Cosmic Love or something like that. <laughs> it's like, a, it's like a reality TV dating sh show, um, but they use some. They've somehow incorporated horoscopes or astrology or something like that. They've incorporated that into it. So the person that I'd seen in the image was an astrologer represent no sorry another one they were representing the fire element that's what it said that's what the role was on the uh, TV show it just said representing the fire element which means they're uh, like an Aries or something like that. Anyway, so I looked at her name. Fucking. <laughs> I don't know how. I don't know why, but every time I go out walking, I always get the tiniest stones in my shoe. And it's every, like, it's, it's not just once, it happens all the time, constantly. I'm like constantly stopping and uh, emptying my shoe. There's no holes or anything, so I don't know how they're getting in. So anyway, this, so this uh, Phoebe Davis, she's from the States. She's a fitness, she had some, uh, she had something happen in her life where she went to fitness, became like fitness instructor and all this stuff, like became really, uh, kind of like an influencer I guess you'd say personal trainer you know all that kind of stuff and numerology her name uh, comes to value 47 in the Chaldean numero numerological cipher and that number 47 just keeps appearing everywhere but it's specifically there's a pattern def, there's a definite definite pattern now it is anyone anyone that anyone that I get get a feeling for or an interest that has um that also has an interest in fitness and health 
every single person. Every person that has been somehow a part of my life, whether I've been watching the videos or worked with them or been to the same gym as them, all have this number 47. So I was kind of like, what, what is, uh, it's, it's constantly like something that comes back. Just like a why, like what does it mean? What does it mean? Because it doesn't mean health and fitness. That's that's the way it's been expressed. That it, the it's describing something else. It's describing some sort of connection. I don't know. Maybe. maybe some underlying connection because it's weird right so I was thinking I was thinking about that this morning as I'm walking down towards the end of the street I get to it's like uh, turning onto the main road and it's quite a busy road so there's, so there's a few cars waiting to turn and just as I'm sort of like still racking my brains about this whole 47 number business a taxi pulls up to turn right out of the road I'm walking down and at the bottom right hand side of its bumper it has a taxi it's like a taxi registration number you know for like whichever it's like whichever town or city they're registered in so this taxi pulls up and I look over and it's got the tax it's got a registration of H74 724 And this was just as I was thinking about this whole what does the 47 mean? Because because my full name, my birth name is 74 when it's uh, you look at the Chaldean numerological value of it 74 so 47 I, I see that as kind of like a mirror or invert it's, kind of, it's a mirror right but it equates to the same thing and I think this uh, I think seeing that email from Amazon made me look into it because of this person in the picture because I would not normally do that it's just that something was she looked familiar she looked like somebody I don't know from where I don't know from when but the fact that she represents the fire element it kind of gave me a little bit more of a clue 
but I didn't really get that until until this morning and with all with just that sequence of events so anyway so, was, so after I get home I'm uh, I'm looking at the I'm looking at what I recorded this morning so I'm just about to upload it and I look at the name again and I'm like why did I choose why, why was it spiritual phenomena because I always tend to because when I finish a recording especially one when it's been like over an hour long I'm trying to rack my brain to the beginning to create a meaningful name for it so anyway so that, that was the, the first thing that came through and that's what I stuck with it felt right and when, when I looked at the numerological value of that 74 spiritual phenomena 74 and if you look at the length of that video uh, length of that audio it's one hour one minute and ten seconds now <laughs> this might not be something that people would normally do but I I tend to take times and uh, look at it especially if it's just ones and zeros I'll take it and I'll look at the I'll put it into a binary calculator so I'll get a decimal value from it so one zero one one zero which will put a leading zero on the on the front uh, gives you 22 in decimal now 22 is my middle name Michael in Chaldean so is this some kind of cryptic encoded encoded thing that I have kind of placed in there because I came up with the name I didn't think about it I just came up with it I recorded the audio and I stopped it I wasn't looking to see how long it had been going for um, for, for whatever reason I was talking about the 47 as I was walking back home and then then to find out what I'd just recorded the title of which equated to 40 uh, the title equated to 74 and then the taking the length of the the recording as a decimal value that's all like the odds of 
the odds of it being random are just it's just way up there and for it all to happen like sequentially it wasn't like it was like a pattern it's like a very well-ordered pattern just a mode and it's like If I'd written that down and given it to someone else, it probably wouldn't have any meaning. Because they may not see the pattern in it. But because it's my, I want to say natural pattern, because none of it was conceived like through mental thought or anything. It all just came about. And that's what I, that's what I always hope, ha that's what I always hope for when I'm outside and just recording things, that it just happens like that. Because when, when I do try to record and maybe I'm not feeling in the, not feeling in the right mindset or trying to think about uh, trying to think or trying to talk about just random when I say random I mean like stuff that I've walked past that, that maybe just a distraction so I try and avoid that I always strive to keep it as uh, smooth flowing as natural as possible. So, so yeah, if I ever feel like it's like you're having to force it or anything like that, I'll just I'll just stop. Just uh, end the recording. So, and it, here's another odd thing about this whole number number business. So I've mentioned in previous discussions about my best friend in Hong Kong. Uh, we were really good friends from like 2001 uh, maybe to like 2015 and then we oh, then we kind of um, went separate ways a little bit um, and his and the, the way in which we first 
kind of met was I was on a bus, he was on a bus. I was going out of town, he was going into town. And the buses stopped. And there's bus stop on either side of the road. And it's just by chance that uh, we both were able to see each other at that point. But we'd never met. But it was something that we that we remembered that we recollected later on like after we had met and after we had been friends for for quite a few years it's something that we both both remembered which was weird never had that with I've, the only other person I've had that with is my partner I actually met her three years before we officially met we didn't know each other but we hung around the same people but for, for whatever reason we were never introduced that, that's that's bizarre in itself um, so yeah well my best friend he's got his full birth name 74 he's the only other person I've found has got that same number um, but now I've found something else that has that number by chance by speaking about something this morning by speaking about something that wasn't really it's not something that it's not something that really occupies <laughs> big part of my time because I, I typically don't watch like paranormal type content anymore just because a lot of it is quite negative but I'm still interested in the experience and what it actually is so Da, 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 74, yeah. So now I've found something else that shows the same number. Is that kind of like saying that's something to look into further? Or is it just, uh, I don't want to say coincidence. Because I don't think it is. I think it's um, shit. I think it's more like uh, it's more like a feeling. It felt felt like a good name to go with. And that's typically like if there is. It's like looking at that picture of that TV show and seeing the, the girl and feeling that there was some something something like that I was relating to maybe some sort of connection and it's like that a lot of the time like I could pick a name like if I've read if I'm reading something or looking at something 
I'm getting better at picking like I feel something about that name or that person and then sort of nine times out of ten when I look up the name it is 47 now I think after this morning and after looking at the after looking at that girl's name Phoebe Davis 47 fire the fire element in this reality dating show so she's an Aries so she's pointing into my north node which is Aries my south node is in um, Libra which is my sixth house which is health and fitness so is it maybe I think actually yeah I did actually look into this but I didn't record anything I wrote it all on my whiteboard so I looked at all these people with 47 and I looked at the charts the ones that I could find and there was definitely a correlation between the north and the south node I think that's what it is I think that that being drawn to something is like a magnetism it's like you feel drawn to particular people but whether it's for whether it's karmic or not whether it is like uh, because the south node is supposed to be about like what you what you already know what's like what's comfortable whereas the north node is where you're supposed to go like that's where the challenge is and I guess I guess that makes sense because all the fitness people that I know are all fiery they're all like that and then my I think my best my best friend who's also 74 he's got his he shows his node placements I think with one of the fitness guys because they were born a few weeks apart maybe like a week and when I saw this fitness guy on YouTube like when he first started doing the videos I said that he looked like my best friend similar facial features um, but obviously they were born like thousands of miles apart so it doesn't really I guess it's not an exact science then. It's not... To say that 74 is a specific node placement, that's not... And I think that's accurate. Because, obviously, my best friend, he's got 74, but he's got a different node placement. So I think it may be more... you've been drawn to 
certain people in order to learn perhaps so you're you're drawn to to those who you need to learn from but they just so happen to all share the same numerological value of the name then it's going to take a bit more time to brew a bit more time to kind of pan out because I'd forgotten about the um, I'd forgotten that I'd looked at the node placement which is um, which was something significant that I'd found and I'm sure if I looked at this woman's chart I would see similar node placements So, I'm, I guess I'm kind of looking for the pattern in it. And the only thing I can see at the minute is the numbers. But then there's an, an anomaly where... Maybe... Maybe my best friend is the opposite. Maybe he's got Libra North Node. And South Node, Aries. Maybe that's the connection. I'm not sure. I need to not ponder on it too much. But it leads on to something else. I was looking at um, middle names because this morning it was kind of when I was looking at the timestamp for the audio that I recorded, the spiritual phenomenon, and it was one zero one ten which in binary is 22 which in numerology is my middle name Michael and then I was thinking what is a middle name why is it called a middle name what does middle mean and middle means the equal point between two extremes the middle part between two extremes so is that suggesting that your your other names are in some way pointing towards extremities and the middle is where you should be looking what you should be I guess the middle is where your purpose is. But then you could say, well, not everyone's got a middle name. Or some people have more than one middle name. But I I can only speak from, from what I can see, from my observation, my experience that everything is kind of telling me to 
be more like Michael, to be more like Saint Michael, to be more like Toth, more like Hermes, more like Mercury. Because that's, that's how I act naturally, like, I'm quick, I walk fast, I talk fast, I think fast. That's all natural parts of who I am. But I think it's more embodying it entirely. Where St. Michael is a protector, protector of people. So it just means looking after your own, looking after what you've um, I guess what is important to you. And for other people it may be different. You know, they may not see any meaning in the name, may not see any purpose. And for them it may just come a different way. They may get they may not get the messages in the same way that I do. They may not get the ideas in the same way I do. I can only speak from my observation and experience. I can't embody every single person and see how they interpret things and how they experience things. But as long as I'm sure of my observation and experience, it may help somebody else who, you know, may find it beneficial because maybe they need to experience it in the same way that I do but they're not sure what to pay attention to because I remember when I remember before all of this um, clarity I'm just going to call it clarity there was a fog it was like um, you kind of knew that there was something something wasn't right but you didn't want to admit it you didn't want to you didn't want to accept it so you just kind of ignore it it kind of goes away for a little bit but then it comes back again and then kind of acknowledge it and you become you sort of become more into yourself more of who you really are because I remember always trying to be who I thought other people wanted me to be just so that you could be accepted just so I could be accepted but then realising when when you get the clarity it's like actually why am I doing that it's not it's not healthy to do that it causes causes resistance and you kind of deny deny what's true which is that which is those ideas and feelings that are just trying to be heard, but you uh, just suppress them. 
because it's easier to live in ignorance because you know that if you if you do listen or you allow it to um, have space to unfold that you know is going to change your life and maybe you're not ready maybe it's too scary I know that's something that I felt it's a scary feeling because you know that your life will change because it's like you can't can't shut off reality once you've been made aware of it you can't you can't really hide back in the in the facade that that we've been given the distractions it may not be like that for everyone it may not happen for everyone like I said before some people may just be here to observe they may just be here to um, to do whatever to be just an observer in the system so it's like in a video game especially open world video games like Grand Theft Auto they have to have a number of observers in the game in order to make it feel more realistic because otherwise if you're walking around empty streets kind of takes away the kind of takes away the theme of the game that it's open world that it's uh, that you're not the only character in the game Now, I'm not really implying that this is a video game, but it's like it. Because video games are created by people, by creativity and ideas. And when they create video games or something like a video game it's an expression of something it's not just for entertainment so you could say it's like a piece of art to be studied and observed and that's what video games are video games attempt to replicate the real world which is why they use real world physics that's how some games sell themselves especially racing games that they use real world physics so it's like you're really driving a car but some of the other themes are also very similar characters each character's got a role even if that role was just to walk up and down the street on the mobile phone and 
shouting expletives they've still got a role and that's still been programmed into computer into the game and it'll still have a name attached to that sound clip that um, 3d model the 3d texture still got still got a label assigned to it still got something it's not just a random uh, random happening and that's I think that's in some way indicative indicative of <laughs> indicative <laughs> indicative of um, the real world because it's an expression of what somebody has observed or experienced and they've put it into a form that is rendered by a computer so you could observe things within a, within a video game that you might think are similar to what you could observe in the real world I think the weirdest one that I found is when you're looking for a particular kind of car in Grand Theft Auto and you find it and then that's all you see that's like it's the only car that exists and I've found that in real life as well that when you notice particular colours of car or particular models like even even old car models that you typically wouldn't see that aren't common anymore I remember having um, I remember many times even just thinking thinking about like a car like an older car or you see one and then you see loads and then it's like that's all that's all that exists and you could say that's because that's what you're focused on but yeah that's, it's the same it's essentially the same thing in the game you're focused on the one car but then the game is generating more of those same cars so how does it know what you're thinking and the same with the cars in the re in real life you could watch a whole line of cars coming down the road and and not see one not see the one that you're thinking about but then as soon as you as soon as you kind of like let it go then you start to see them was it like the observer effect or something like that like I'm sure there's I'm sure there is a 
explanatory label that's been applied to that kind of phenomenon because it has to be right it's either they explain it with a label or they say it doesn't exist but they can't say it doesn't exist because people observe it um So, yeah, I think I think you can you can use that to oh please God you can use it to observe things like you could you could have a video game and you could just test out different different things just think about certain things that may happen in the game or certain colors of cars or certain people or you know and just see see what happens I think it's more I think there's more like connections than we can see like there is said to be a unified field uh, unified field there's now something that Albert Einstein postulated unified field theory which would imply that everything is connected. Although I don't think that's what he implied in the... in his theory. But I think given that... Um, Given that he spoke about spooky action at a distance, which sounds a lot like entanglement, in that you have, let's just use their terms, two particles of something that are somehow connected or entangled. So when something affects when something affects one of the particles, the other one's instantaneously affected. Now I don't know how exactly they they postulated or experimented on on even trying to prove this. Because it just sounds a lot like something that would be described as paranormal that it's uh, some sort of unseen unseen force that connects or acts upon
acts upon two localities. But maybe if you think in terms of we live in a dualistic system, right? Or we live in a balanced system would be more accurate, I think. We live in a balanced system and the duality is the extremes. Sorry, I just had a phone call, so got cuts off my recording. Um, yeah, so the middle, the middle is the neutrality. That's the that's the equal distance between the two extremities. So consider quantum three states. Sounds a lot like the system I just described, right? Dualistic system, two extremes, but then it's got a third state in the middle, which is the neutral. So, if you have... You have two extremities. Say they're the furthest points of entangled particles just for okay so you've got to have a middle point right a middle point that can act on both points at the same time because when they talk about quantum it is essentially unknown it's an unknown state. Quantum is both positive and negative at the same time. It is what's considered potential. So let's say... Let's say entanglement is the effective potential. And what entanglement is expressing is both potentials at the same time which we would call uh, let's just say for for ease we would call it a good experience and a bad experience so let's say that the particles are people one person at one point one person at the other point one's having a good time one's having a bad time And that was from, the source was the quantum, the potential. But there's no, there's no measure of that. There's no measure. The only thing I could see, perhaps, is if you've got some sort of connection to a person. Now, it doesn't matter if you can physically prove a connection, just that you can feel, feel some sort of connection. Which is what I was talking about with the people that I seeing pictures or names there's some sort of connection right 
whether it's with the name or with the picture. And you just have just make observations. Maybe over several weeks or months, just observe the two people. Thoughts and feelings, events, and see, see if there's any pattern. That'd be one way of perhaps capturing some sort of experiential evidence. That's probably not going to satisfy a traditional modern scientist, but it, that's not really the point. It's more a case of showing that there is a connection Okay, so I think I think that is it. Might get a little bit too heavy if I start trying to talk about entanglement. Because all like always I typed in um, spiritual phenomena into YouTube after I did all the neurology stuff with it. And one of the things that came up was is entanglement a spiritual or sciencey thing? Is it something that is spiritual? I listened to it and I agreed with most of what the guy said. Most of it was like a physics lecture. She's very dry. If you can find someone that can explain topics like that in different ways, I think that's probably better. Unless it's Brian Cox. He can explain it like a story, like a uh, textbook. But if you look at what he's done, he finished finished his studies at university and then went straight into acting all he's been doing is teaching teaching textbook science to kids and adults on TV and YouTube so he's not really a scientist he's not in active pursuit of anything he's not in active pursuit of knowledge he's I don't like him <laughs> I used to watch I used to watch his videos, but then I, I just didn't get, he just, he just seemed like an actor, like, when you listen to his stuff enough times, it's like, the guy's not really telling you anything, it is literally like a textbook, he explains it like a child could, like a child could understand it, but you don't really get... 
don't really get anything else from it. It is just like... Okay, so what's the point? And when I've looked at his associations with certain groups, like as a young graduate being accepted into certain fellowships with no real published work, with no, sorry, I should say published work of any distinction. He's not really got anything distinct that's been put against his name. <laughs> the only thing of distinction they've put against his name was playing the keyboard in a 90s electronic group, electro pop group or whatever. So to like decorate him as some sort of like accomplished scientist is so fake. I think that's why I think that's why I don't like him. Because it's such a fake persona. He's he's just an actor. He joined the fellowship to promote um, science that needed to be promoted popular science and that's it nothing else that's what he does he's a promoter of popular science so he's an actor that's it alright okay so that's enough But yeah, like I said, try to find people that can speak about these things in different ways because people have different understandings of these topics that don't have to be as complex as scientists make art. They just create formulas and they've got a way of speaking that only other scientists can understand because it's like another language to make it available only to a select few you know the people that have gone through the degrees and stuff so yeah look out for the people that can explain it better than them alright that's it